Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So I'm happy to uh, be back online with you, uh, although I must admit that uh, being online is almost something from, uh, from the past, you know, from another era uh, where we would be Zooming all the time. But yeah, then... Um, then I, uh, I went to London and so many devotees were coming and uh, then Zooms became uh, public programs and we had so many devotees coming for just when I was there speaking that, yeah, uh, the people online, they were sort of there, but what was missing was the, uh, the personal touch. So... It, from London it continued into Vrindavan and uh, yeah, now I'm kind of, uh, I thought, let me go back to, uh, to all of you who are not personally in Vrindavan and uh, let me just connect with you. Okay, there's something technical, just a moment. Audio is working? Yes. Everyone can hear? Yeah, thumbs up. If you can hear, yes. Okay, everyone can hear. Thumbs are up. It all seems okay. Okay. Uh, so, I was just saying a few introductory words why I went back on, on this format, right? So that I could connect with you who are now not in Vrindavan and get a little more directly into your life and also that you get some opportunity to uh, ask some questions. So, uh, okay, after that, let me begin. Oma jnana timanandasya ginandana salakya sakshura militam yena tasmai se gurave namaha sithe tanyamano bistam stapitam yena bhutale svayam rupa kadamayam dadati svapadantikam Vandeham sigaro siyuta padakamanam sigurum vaisnavamsya sirupam sagrajatam sahagana raganitam vitam tam sajivam satvihitam savadutam prijana saitam krishna chitanya deva sirada krishna padan sahagana lalita sivisakaritamsya He Krishna karuna sindhu dinabandhu jagat pate gopesa gopika kanta radha kanta namostate Tapta Kanchana Gorangi Radhi Vrindavaneswari Vrishabhanu Sutta Devi Pranamahami Hari Priye 
Vanchakalpaturubita kripasindubieva patitanam pavanevio Vaisnavevio namo namaha Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunichananda Siyadvaita Gadadar Sivasadi Gaura Bhaktivinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So my, uh, my contemplation um, uh, while approaching Vrindavan has very much been uh, going to Vrindavan through the Goswamis and, and their representatives. Because uh, it is there that we find uh, unalloyed, pure devotional service. Uh, that very same pure and unalloyed devotional service that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave and that very same pure and unalloyed devotional service that Srila Prabhupada <coughs> gave. So, in this way, I have been uh, meditating and, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I feel that Taking shelter of Srila Prabhupada's books means we are really taking shelter of the Goswamis because it's, it's that philosophy that is reflecting in Srila Prabhupada's purports all throughout. So in that way, um, we begin to realize we're, by connecting with Srila Prabhupada's books, we're really connecting with the, uh, with the Goswamis in particular. Um, with the Acharyas um, and with the disciplic succession coming from the Goswamis. So in Vindavan we see how Srila Prabhupada resided in Radha Damodar and, uh, and his rooms are still there and Srila Prabhupada would uh, there in Radha Damodar um, write his books, but also meditate on his mission of going to, uh, to the West. And really, Sansaradava Nadali Daloka, Tranaya Karunya Gana Ganatvam, to become like a rain cloud of transcendental mercy to extinguish this blazing forest fire of material suffering that the entire world is caught up on. And Prabhupada was not just, uh, yeah, incidentally, uh, incidentally uh, singing Sansara Dhavanadali the Loka. Prabhupada was completely focused on that, on that blazing forest fire and how to extinguish it with the teachings and mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his followers. So yeah, I'm thinking the same. I'm thinking about that. I don't have uh, anywhere near the, uh, the same potency or the same depth as Srila Prabhupada, but somehow or other that uh, became deeply uh, impressed upon me. And I have tried. I have tried. When I was here, in Vrindavan, I, um, I initially uh, 
served in the restaurant. I was helping out the first day. And the second day, uh, the first day the manager also left. So the second day I was the manager. And uh, yeah, from there it went on and on. And uh, I began to look after the uh, Krishna Balaram temple. But we didn't just think of it like a temple and a place to look after. We thought about it like, uh, this is the place to rejuvenate the entire world, to introduce the entire world to the teachings of Srila Prabhupada, of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And uh, from this temple, there should be this pure devotional service should emanate. Srila, yeah. I mentioned a few days ago, Srila Prabhupada was talking about uh, that there should be 25 Goswamis in Vrindavan. I always wanted to be one, but, you know, like, I guess, um, too late now, but uh, someone else can be. Um, you could be, why not? Um, those who take responsibility for the, uh, for this, disseminating the teachings purely, who live it, who, who teach it, and who just um, share it as much as they can um, with the entire world. Um, um, one of my close friends here is Purijan Prabhu, because uh, um, I was here with him uh, for quite some time, and we were, uh, yeah, uh, developing the vision for Vrindavan. So, Burijan is is an educator, and he always wanted to see Vrindavan like an educational project. I was not completely in agreement because, you know, um, he's a schoolmaster and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I also, but. I could see that for many people, their connection with Vrindavan would come through uh, through hearing the philosophy. Yeah. Of course, uh, at the same time, Ayindra, uh, another friend of mine, he, uh, when I became temple president, they uh, they said, "Well, Ayindra seems to be uh, very unusual, and it seems." that he has taken Babaji from a picture. So my GBC told me, uh, why don't you ask him what his ashram is? And I did. And he said, I'm a Brahmahasta Vanyasi. <laughs> and from that day on, I thought, he's okay, you know? I mean, he's cool. Uh, so I told him, yeah, he's all right, you know, everything's fine, you know? And uh, yeah, so... We became friends also. So he took that 24-hour kirtan. Um, and just a few days ago on the Ram Vijay Utsav was actually the uh, also the inauguration day of the, uh, of the kirtan party. So that, uh, that was fulfilling a desire of Srila Prabhupada. Because Srila Prabhupada wanted 24-hour kirtan in Vrindavan. And no one did it before, nor did anyone inspire people to do it. Uh, but Indra had the, 
the fire. He had lots of fire. And he also had the musical skill and dedication, devotion, by which he inspired people to take this service. Um, <clears throat> another friend of mine, here in Vindavan, is now getting old, uh, Dina Bandhu, um, who is, who just made it his service to find out as much as possible about the Holy Dham in any possible place in Vrindavan and just took people everywhere. And it just became an absorption and the whole world is saw the phenomena of, of Dina Bandhu and so many have been uh, influenced by Dina Bandhu. Um, and wherever he traveled, he brings Vrindavan. He came to Durban, South Africa and calls it Durban, which means the far away forest and just spoke about Vrindavan. <laughs> and in Switzerland, uh, in the midst of the mountains, he spoke about Govardhan Hill. Uh, the, his absorption in Vrindavan uh, is, is by no means external, by no means artificial. It's become deep, it's become part of his being and his enthusiasm to wait forever for a darshan, you know, where you have to sit for three, four hours waiting for the doors to open. There is notes to the chapter. And in these notes of the chapter, uh, the topic is brought up uh, that Jiva Goswami identifies uh, Vrindavan as a state of consciousness. Uh, that is a very important uh, point that Vrindavan is not a location. Vrindavan uh, is first of all a state of consciousness and then becomes a location. Uh, because everything starts on the subtle plane, just as our material body is a manifestation of the, of the mentality that we have developed and then a material body develops. So in this way, uh, we are seeing how Vrindavan is also, uh, first of all, happening on the state of consciousness. And Vrindavan is a place which is entirely, entirely meant to please Krishna. Everything about Vrindavan is just meant for the pleasure of Krishna. So when our consciousness comes to that level, that everything in our consciousness is just meant for the pleasure of Krishna. Ah, that is desirable. That is desirable. So, I remember I was, I was in, the, in the Netherlands in 95 for a while and one devotee joined and I was personally training him and I just made it very clear everything for Krishna and nothing for you. He said, nothing for me. I said, no, nothing. Everything is for Krishna. Of course, you know, uh, we sleep for Krishna. We eat also, otherwise we cannot function. So we need to do some things to be functional. But still this point that the pleasure of Krishna is our ultimate objective, uh, that's very much the mood of Vrindavan, and we see how some 
have really embraced that mood. Vibhu Chaitanya, the cook, who just for many, many years cooked everything for the deities. And it's like three altars. And so it's a lot of cooking, a lot of cooking. But he, uh, he just simply dedicated himself to that and fully. Um, it's such absorption that is the mood of Vrindavan. Um, one year on the first day of spring, I, saw, I was here and I thought, let me see uh, the darshans in the various temples because after all, the deities are in yellow and I thought, let me see on that day. And, uh, but as I went to all the temples, I saw that all the leaders of the various temples, they were on the altar and interacting with the public. And I thought, I should be, I should be, I should go back and I should be in the Krishna Balaram temple and I should just uh, host all the, all the people there and pass on mercy to them. Uh, this spirit, yajan, yajan, uh, patan, patan, dana, patikaha, to worship the deity and to engage others in deity worship. We see in Vrindavan, uh, we see the offerings are being made to the deity, things come back, there's, there's a lot of activity. It's not just, okay, here the deity's uh, obeys is darshan. No, it's like uh, so much is offered to the deity and it all comes comes back again in the form of Pasada. So this spirit, uh, this is the spirit of of Raj. Okay, I just lost my screen. I need a technician. Okay, it says it's connecting. It's no Wi-Fi. No Wi-Fi. Mobile. Mm-hmm. You also don't have. Mm-hmm. Switch off. Switch off the internet. Yeah. I can give hotspots. I mean, this can be the uh, iPhone. I don't know. I see. Why do I see all the people then? If I'm not online. I just connected it to my phone. Okay. Thank you. All right, a little glitch. There. Okay, Hare Krishna. So I'm back, a little electric glitch, but uh, yeah. Um, that's the material of Vrindavan, you know. Materially, things never work here. Materially, everything is just uh, a struggle. Uh, basics. And if you compare that to uh, other places in the world, it's just, uh, uh, although things have improved, but in some ways still struggle. But that's fine, because ultimately all this huge material expansion of the modern world is just, uh, it's just uh, so much distraction. When I got to Vrindavan, one of the first things I did was 
I deleted all the news apps on the phone, you know, so that I wouldn't like be tempted to have a look what's going on in the world. Let the world be the world. And I don't care uh, what's going on with the war. And I'm sure if there is a nuclear bomb somewhere, then I'll, I'll find out about it. Uh, so in this way, no need, no need to uh, be distracted. Um, but yeah, in the same way, everybody has the same need, isn't it? Uh, it is just an illusion. So the, the modern world creates this illusion of so many things that we need to preoccupy ourselves with. And, and some of these things uh, we get locked into also. Um, but just Vindavan is, is the energy in Vindavan pushes towards simplicity. That is the nature of of the Dham, because that's Krishna. Um, here Krishna is revealing his his mood stronger, his preference stronger. So therefore here we are pushed to its simplicity. But from here that spirit of simplicity is meant to go all over the world and to uh, inspire everyone to, to do the same. Because no matter where we are, uh, simplicity is something valuable. Now what simplicity is, is, is again open to interpretation. In uh, the Bhagavad Gita, when we see the list of the qualities by which the brahmanas work, then we are seeing uh, uh, Arjavam, and we see that uh, various points are made. One is no pretense. So simplicity is straightforwardness, no duplicity. Um, simplicity, yeah, you know, uh, I was just talking to Doyle Mora, who is the, the president of the Soho Street. Okay. Some echo has arrived. It means there are a few devices. Okay. Okay. No problem, no problem. No problem. Just some patience, patience. Just The host is not allowing us to unmute. Okay, it's okay. Just, just. It's not a touch screen. It is a touch screen. Oh. So if you want to move, you can just touch it. Okay, yeah, no, I don't want to move now. I, I don't touch it. <laughs> so I'm scared of this thing now. It's very intimidating, like, uh, this level of equipment. Uh, I have lights, I have cameras, left and right, and it's really good. 
uh, but we have bad internet. Ah, well. So, yeah, simplicity. After I spoke about simplicity, meaning straightforwardness, no duplicity, no pretense, and all that, um, I'd also like to uh, just go back to, to basics, uh, where material things don't work and where the distraction diminishes. And because we become addicted to distraction, become addicted to doing something, doing something with one thing and then another and then another and another. And how long can we sit? How long can we chant? How long can we just do one simple thing? Uh, chanting of Hare Krishna is very simple, but to just do it is not easy. Um, Burijan, he took me uh, and all the devotees to the new uh, retreat center. And of course, he wanted to show me the Bhajang Kutiers. Now, the Bhajang Kutiers, they are there for the, uh, the senior men who want to just forget about the world and just chant Hare Krishna and maybe read some Bhagavatam. And that was about it. So what it is, it's, uh, it's, it's the, the, the little houses and there's one room upstairs and a staircase that takes you into the cave. There's a, ba a, a basement, a dark hole, and you can go sit there and chant your japa. <coughs> it was not uncommon in the days of the Goswamis. Uh, Bugarba Goswami, uh, Bugarba literally means in the womb of the earth. So Bugarma Goswami used to chant in the, under the deities of Radha Govinda. There was a, a staircase going down and then deep underground there was a basement. And I said that's where he used to chant. And uh, so they've made that arrangement. And there's no internet in there and it's not allowed to have any servants staying there. They, they can bring some prasadam and go. Yeah, it's just a little bathroom outside and that's it. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty simple, quite simple. So, all with the idea um, to just, yeah, disconnect from all that complexity, conquer the restlessness of the mind, and to just, just patiently absorb ourselves in hearing about Krishna, chanting, right? very back to, to basics. So that is also Arjivam. And that is something um, that all of us need. Uh, remember Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur in Mayapur, monsoon time, big rain, uh, in a hut with a leaking roof, chanting, the same vow as Haridas Thakur, and just opening his umbrella inside, you know, and just keep on chanting. So, uh, then we see how later Srila Bhakti Siddhanta re-emerges into the world with a 
resolve. Um, if anyone had like a focus and such a powerful focus and resolve, then it is Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. Uh, there are these, uh, on my website, I do have something, oh, this 64 instructions that he gave, and uh, because I liked it. So, let's see if I, if it works. Yeah, website works. Mm-hmm. Download. Probably under downloads. Oh, that's pictures. No. Not under downloads. God, where is it? Um, who can play with the phone? You can play with the phone. Somewhere here, some, some in this, you'll find something, sayings of Bhakti Siddhanta. Um, you have to click on these things and see if you find them somewhere. Um, so, because I was speaking about the focus and how he came out with a great focus. So one doesn't get such a focus by a mental adjustment. Yes, it is possible. Katvanga Maharaj in the Bhagavatam is mentioned as a person who had been fighting on behalf of Indra, on the demigods, and was offered a benediction. And then he asked the benediction. If you can't find it there, you can just Google it, and you might find it there. Uh, so he got a benediction, Katvanga Maharaj. And he asked for uh, to know the time of his death. And then they said, the demigod said, you have only one more moment to live. So in that one moment, he completely detached from everything and fully focused. So Katvanga Maharaj is the Bhagavatam example of, of, of one who could focus in a moment. Now I get someone else's phone. I don't want someone else's phone. I want my own phone. You can do it on my phone. So, the, uh, but for most of us, we are not Katvanga Maharaj. We cannot, in one moment, focus ourselves. Thank you. Yeah, so to get focus, require, there are many steps that we require. There are many moments of surrender to purity. And that means that on many occasions, we have to conquer our minds, our senses, that will come to us again and again, and each time again we have to conquer them. And each time again we have to walk the straight and narrow. And each time again we have to renew our commitment. Yeah. Um, it's when we, and we stay on the cutting edge of commitment. And when we don't stay on the cutting edge of commitment, then gradually we waver. And then the mind and senses will attack and will produce all kinds of desires and things. And yeah, then we are 
are just wasting our time. Um, so I very much like the instructions of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta. And one, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's instructions in Siksastakam Param Vijayate Sri Krishna Sankirtanam is the only motto of the Gaudiya Mat. And you can see that Iskon has her inherited that. You know, Prabhupada took that and just lived it, right, completely and made it. So I feel that is our, our motto as well, to somehow or other um, just flood the entire world. Uh. It's very interesting in the Chaitanya Chandadoy Natak, there is a description about uh, the need to follow a process. And it says there that in bhakti we must follow a process. And a process is like made up of rules and regulation. It's like a path. So if we want to attain some destination, then we have to... Uh, the shortest way to get there is by following the path. Uh, and then Kavi Karnapur says, yes, but this is not always the case. This is not always the case. He said, at the time of a flood, one doesn't need to go by the path. One can just take a boat and go straight, straight to the destination. So that is the situation now. We may not perfectly follow uh, the complex, complex path of Vedic injunction. It's very difficult, um, but we can chant. We can chant the holy name and we can pass on the holy name or knowledge about this chanting, about the Gita and the Bhagavatam. We can pass it on and that is enough. Param Vijayate Sri Krishna Sankirtana. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna, is the only enjoyer, everyone, and everything else is the object of his enjoyment. So this is so concise, so to the point. Everyone and everything is the object of his enjoyment. See, I'm a great fan of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta's conciseness, you know. True eloquence means to be concise, to get to the point. So let's stop being the enjoyer. We are an object of enjoyment. Everyone and everything else is the object of his enjoyment. And let that be a meditation. Let us be the object of the enjoyment, not the enjoyer. Yes. Therefore, let us be servants. When we're master, we're enjoyer. When we're servant, then Krishna is the enjoyer. And his representatives. Everyone who does not serve Hari, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is ignorant and a killer of himself. To learn to tolerate is one of the most important responsibilities of those living in the mass. <laughs> that's pretty good, right? <laughs> I think, you know, that's... that's uh, well, I've often said, said, you know, that association of devotees, we always think that uh, association of devotees is for inspiration. Uh, but it's not only for inspiration. 
It's also for purification and to develop Trinata Pisunicena, to become more tolerant than a tree. Yeah. Um, because it's not easy to live in a community so close. Uh, but that's exactly what is needed. Uh, it is, uh, the purification is taking place very much so in the community of Vaishnavas. Um, it's that community of Vaishnavas that is the source of our strength. Srila um, Bhaktivinoda Thakur says that this desire tree of devotional service which I received from my spiritual master became uh, became depleted due to my harsh mind. But in the association of the devotees, it's becoming restored. So, this is very nice. Rupanuga devotees offer all glory to the original source instead of depending on their own strength. And look at Srila Prabhupada. Uh, look at his purports. Look at how much he has taken from all the Acharyas and how he faithfully represented and how he just tried to be transparent uh, rather than giving his own slant, his own opinion. So, uh, and, and for that, Prabhupada was made the most prominent person. Uh, who, was, who, who was more prominent than Prabhupada? Uh, he became truly the Acharya of the world for the, for the modern era, for the non-Vedic era. Uh, the modern era means Vedic culture is no longer possible. Right? Even in India, Vedic culture is no longer possible. Uh, what to speak in the rest of the world where Vedic culture is, is, is not even known. Um, we may speak, it's funny because the Hare Krishnas, they speak about Vedic culture. Yeah? It's something, it's a common, common discussion topic. But we don't even know what Vedic culture is. We have no idea. All that we know is some remnants of Vedic culture and we have some, and from that we sort of come up with an idea of what Vedic culture really is. But what it is, actually, we don't know. We don't know. It's, it's not even possible. It is uh, in the, um, what's that book called? Uh, one second. The, um, um, it's a verse book from the Gaudiya Mat and um, Gaudiya Kantahara. Thank you. So in this Gaudiya Kantahara, there is a whole description about the sanskaras and, and it is explaining how if one actually wants to be a proper Vedic Brahmana, that means a true representative of Vedic culture, then one has to undergo all these sanskaras. But it points out that the scriptures where these sanskaras are described are no longer available. Therefore, there, there are no Vedic Brahmanas. No one has gone through all the appropriate sanskaras. Therefore, it is stated that uh, one cannot become a Brahmana through the, through the Vedic process 
and become a proper representative of Veda. The only way we can represent Brahminical culture properly is through the Pancharatriki process. Um, so it is said that the original four Vedas were revealed from the breath of the Lord. And it said, and later, uh, later, the, uh, the Pancharatra was revealed. Right. Pancharatra is sometimes referred to as Vaishnava Tantras. So, uh, and describe many rules and regulations of how to conduct oneself. Um, how to worship the deity or how to, uh, what proper Vaishnava behavior is and so on. So, uh, therefore, through a pancharatric process uh, of embracing these pancharatra inst instructions, one can, anyone can come, become a Brahmana. Becoming united with one purpose and serve Hari. See, it's a very simple statement to, be, to become united with one purpose. So I like that. Uh, for me, these, uh, these, these statements, I posted them because for me they mean a lot more than just something interesting, you know, just something interesting that you can see on my side for your uh, entertainment. Uh, again, an issue with being kicked out, I think. Okay, starting back up. Okay, well, if, if it's working, I just lost my screen then. So it appears that I'm still online, although my screen, because there, there's uh, multiple uh, things here, and looks like my screen has disappeared. So, uh, okay. So my point is, I listed these topics of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur as... Uh, because I feel that these are fundamental instructions that touch me, uh, that go right like arrows into the heart. You know, I feel that they are statements, you know, become united with one purpose and serve Hari. It's something I've tried to make my life. Uh, okay, uh, I also have a mind, and uh, it, it sometimes also wants to lament or complain, and why, and this, and everything too much. And uh, that comes out sometimes. I'm not always friendly, but uh, which is like uh, a lack in serving Hari, because uh, there is a need for a transformation. Uh, on the material platform, there is a lot of uh, negativity. On the material platform, we are... Um, I'm trying to concentrate, you know, it's not easy because there is technicians doing technical things and then 
my mind gets sucked into the into the technology. So I'll close my eyes for a while uh, and act as if they're not there, although I can smell them. <laughs> but anyway, I can hold my nose as well. <laughs> but, you know, this... Uh, so I posted these 64 points and I just read a few um, because I felt touched by them. Um, to me, they reinforced my, uh, yeah, my focus, my commitment, and, and that's what I'm looking for. Um, so, uh, I have always been someone who has had uh, plenty of energy and uh, I've always been someone for, uh, who was always ready to take on uh, difficult things. And, you know, uh, when I was younger, I, I, I could, I didn't mind flying from a continent to another one for a few days and then back. And I would, I liked Govardhan Puja in the West more than in Vrindavan. Because in the West it was so much preaching that I would be in Vrindavan for Kartik, fly back for Govardhan Puja, do three days of Govardhan Puja, and a fly back and be just in time for Prabhupada's disappearance festival. And uh, it was lots of fun. Um, I'm still tempted, actually. <laughs> um, maybe I should just do that, you know. That would be fun. Uh, my mind likes these things, and then just drag the body. Uh, so I've always had so much energy um, to do many things. Hmm. It, it's fine. I mean, it's it's easier if I just have nothing than than if there's just too much going. On. Yeah, yeah, I understand. And saying is this, this is it's, I cannot think. Just leave it. So okay, I cannot see you anymore online. What to do? Uh, such, but someone else can probably, and will. Uh, I'll soon go to its questions. And then, uh, uh, then we'll just uh, see from there. Yeah. Okay. So, um, what I tried to uh, convey was that, uh, yeah. That we have to uh, build up our commitment. Yeah. Um, that commitment is not a matter of a uh, of a of of a great decision and a big resolution. That it's a matter of conquering our fickle minds, 
conquering our restlessness, conquering. So, yeah, it's when we sit down to chant or uh, when we focus on chanting, then that's what we're doing immediately. Right? That's only a byproduct of the chanting. But as we're, conquer- as we're conquering that, that mental distraction and so on, then we can begin to focus and see that the real thing is Krishna and nothing else. So, I got to struggle in Vrindavan. I wanted it because Vrindavan was such a place where uh, uh, there was special mercy of Krishna. So I was very happy to be here, but there was a price, there was a high price. There was like, all kinds of disease there was, and life went on. Uh, Somehow or other, service didn't stop amidst difficulties. All those who stayed just passed through all these things, through lots of struggle. But in that struggle, we gained gained resolve, we gained focus, and we we gained this, uh, yeah, some sense of strength. So this is what is required. We cannot just expect that uh, now I'm convinced by this philosophy and now I'm going to live it. No. Uh, uh, The mind is not so easily conquered. The mind and the senses are conquered by again and again. And say no to the madness to the crazy desires, to the foolish things. There's so many crazy desires that can just lead us to destruction. Forget it, right? Lead us to getting sucked into material life. No way, no way. Let the intelligence cut, let it lift the sword and cut those that madness out. We cannot do so. And by doing so, once, twice, a hundred times over, a thousand times over, we gain strength. And it is all this strength that will carry us to, to so many situations, so much temptations. It's there where we find our nista. And then when we have that focus, yes, then we can carry on. Then maybe we'll get some, some deeper inspiration. Um, so this is what... Uh, what you are all meant to be, right? Uh, This is what it means to be a disciple. If we don't do this, then what kind of disciples are we? Uh, Just like in Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya chapter 19, uh, the teachings to Rupa Goswami, at one point it is said that it describes those are in the animal forms, those in the human forms, as most in human forms are not in civilized forms of life. Then it describes those who follow the Vedic culture. Uh, it said, but those who do follow the Vedic culture, most are only rendering lip service. It's only external for show. They're not really following. So now, is this happening in the Hare Krishna movement? Uh, Is it our turn? What is described in Chaitanya Charitamrita as happening at the time of Rupa Goswami 500 years ago? Is it happening now, here, amongst us? To an extent, yes. Yes. But is this happening amongst my disciples? Well, 
You answer, I hope not. I pray not. It's not what I wanted. It's not what, uh, it's not what I took sannyas for. Sannyas wasn't easy. I was 44, uh, not so old, uh, but I did it. And, uh, and I kept my vows. And, and, uh, and they protected me from my crazy karma. Thank God that no need for that karma, because the power of, of, the, of the ashram is far greater. And, and so I took shelter, and, um, and now I wish all of you to take shelter. I said a little while ago uh, about taking shelter of an ashram. Um, I spoke about bachelors and that bachelors are not an ashram. The point is an ashram has a particular culture of, uh, and their sacrifice within each ashram. Yes. And we all have to take shelter. Dharma, uh, I've been astonished with the how how poor Dharma is represented in our movement. We are not embracing Dharma. I, I kind of feel, uh, but that's the idea. That's why it's given. It, we may not be born with it. We may not have grown up with it, but we're growing up with it now. Now it is becoming a something that we take shelter of, Varna Ashram Dharma. That means uh, so many injunctions of what to do, what not to do. Pravitim cha cha. Yes. So it means hard work. It means not just automatic pilot, not just being here. It means really going to work with ourselves. Yes, the Bhagavad Gita. Uh, some, some people think it's ABC. You know, don't read it anymore. Used to, long, long time ago. But, yeah, but uh, the mode of goodness is not so easy to, uh, to embrace and so on. Um, there are many qualities listed Chapter 13, text 8 to 12, I think, or whatever. Let's open that up. Uh, Bhagavad Gita. Here they are. Yeah. I'm going to skip the Sanskrit, although the Sanskrit is very nice, but humility, pridelessness, nonviolence, tolerance, simplicity, approaching a bona fide spiritual master, cleanliness, steadiness, self-control, renunciation of the objects of sense gratification, absence of false ego, the perception of the evil of birth, death, old age, and disease, detachment, freedom from entanglement with children and wife, home and the rest, even-mindedness amid pleasant and unpleasant events, constant and unalloyed devotion to me, aspiring to live in a solitary place, 
detachment from the general mass of people, accepting the importance of self-realization and philosophical search for the absolute truth, all these I declare to be knowledge. And besides this, whatever there may be, is ignorance. So, you know, uh, what did we do with this? We read it uh, so many years ago, but did we, how much have we uh, realized? How much are we trying? So these are all things uh, that I must now, on the eve of my life, uh, emphasize with a little more strength. Right? Now I cannot just smile at you and with patience encourage you. And now I have to start rocking the boat because there's not much time. And now, uh, yes, now, now it's getting serious. Not for me, for you. Now it's getting serious for you. I've, I've been serious for much longer. And I'll carry on with the same seriousness that I've had, that made me travel everywhere, that made me go everywhere, that made me do all these things. And now I'll just carry on. And uh, not spoken in arrogance, uh, I pray. Uh, I carry on praying. I carry on bowing down. I carry on chanting. I carry on taking shelter of the books. I carry on trying to be what Prabhupada wanted us to be. I try to not live my life. I try to give this life to him. I, I carry on in that way. Not on my strength, but on the strength of taking shelter. But now it's getting serious. So uh, that's why I'm speaking with more seriousness, because yeah, what will happen uh, in times to come? Uh, what, what I might have said before in an in, indirect way, in a joke, now I'm saying it like a ton of bricks, right? The same thing, because, yeah, you might not have gotten the subtle hint, but, you know, no more time to beat around the bush. You became my disciple to become pure devotees, nothing less. Otherwise, that's what you're supposed to be, right? That's what it means to be a disciple. That's, that's what I would like. Well, with all of that, I have, uh, as I said, I told you, a ton of bricks. So that's what it was. Now it's up to you to see if you have any questions. Um, so I'll be very happy to go back to this, uh, this personal exchange where we can, uh, yeah, ask our questions. I mute here and unmute here, okay? What, what about question? How, how to ask question? Yes? Yeah. Like this? Okay. I mute Maharaj now, yeah? Okay. Okay. Recording in progress.
Yeah, so, so can you unmute the first one? The host is not allowing participants to unmute themselves. We can you un unmute the first hand? Yeah, the first hand. Yeah, Jai. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Yes. And am I unmuted? I can't hear you. Yeah. Can I be unmuted? But I'm supposed to speak. I'm supposed to be unmuted. Why am I muted? You give me a sign or something. Okay. Thank you, Maharaj. Um, I have a question. Um, Am I unmuted? Devotees, we try to try to reach out to others and try to support others in their spiritual life. And um, often we have we are in contact with people who are not that committed to sadhana or um, that are not that deep into the process yet, and. It happens that they, that they start to suffer somehow. They have to go to hospitals or uh, intense surgeries or yeah, and other material catastrophes. And I'd like to ask you, how do we deal with them in, in intense material situation when we can, cannot just tell them, just chant Hare Krishna? Mm. Okay. Uh, can, can I be, am I being am heard, I now? heard now? There's an echo again. One second. Um, oh, okay. No, I still have an echo. One minute. Technical glitch. Hare Krishna. Am I... Can I be heard? No. Hare Krishna? Yes. Okay. So, dear Jayadev, uh, naturally there are people in this world who are uh, going through a lot and uh, of material suffering, difficult situations. And uh, we cannot just simply uh, tell them, chant Hare Krishna and, uh, and stop there. We also need to do something. But in the process of, of giving some support in that material situation, we must be very careful that uh, we are not becoming part of it. We must be very careful that we are remaining in our own uh, spiritual situation and that we keep that very strong. So we need a certain level of, uh, of detachment. Um, we need to m maintain our own strong spiritual position. So we're coming out into the situation, help, but we're not becoming part, we're not becoming the caretaker of, of someone who is materially uh, in trouble. That we cannot do, because then we're sacrificing our own spiritual life. So we may from time to time support, but 
we always remain strong on our own spiritual platform of detachment. And so that there's ample of, of space for us to remain absorbed. Because otherwise the material situation will pull us down and we'll start to, you know, first mentally, we may still chant our rounds, but we may not uh, focus. Yeah? We may chant 16 inattentive rounds because we get so preoccupied with uh, all the, the troubles and all the people we're trying to help. So in this way, uh, we can deplete ourselves. And one who is trying to inspire others must, must, must be very careful that you maintain enough opportunity to keep your own personal depth in chanting, in reading, and so on. Because getting in, involved with all these people who are so much into the material realm, yeah, it can really take us away from uh, our core, where we're just alone with Krishna. Oh. So, there has to be time to be alone with Krishna in hearing and chanting. Quality time. Next, Yadu Shrestha. Um, can uh, our our manager? I don't know where you are. Can can you unmute Mother Yadu Shrestha? Huh? Yadusima, Yadusima. Can you un unmute yourself? Yes, you can. Okay, speak. Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Hare Krishna. Um, you spoke about relationship uh, with, or relationships with devotees, with another Vaishnavas, and uh, one of Vaishnavas is also a uh, Tulasi Maharani, and I wanted to ask, what should we, what should be our relationship with uh, Tulasi? Some devotee have uh, or take care of Srimati Tulasi. What should be this relationship? And I'm asking because uh, sometimes when I'm taking care or when uh, I leave or left uh, Srimati Tulasi at the temple, I felt like. like uh, yeah. here. So I felt like uh, I'm leaving a, a child to um, in, in the temple or I'm taking care of a child. And I wanted to ask if that is okay or should I be more humble in that relationship? Um, and okay. Like about yeah, okay. Tulasi is, is worshipable. Tulasi is is, is most exalted and dear to Krishna. Tulasi is, is a great and powerful devotee. So we, we take shelter of Tulasi. That's why we bow down to Tulasi. We are um, always... Uh, so when we care for Tulasi, we're caring Yes, in a personal way. So just like you are responsible. In that sense, that's the part which is similar 
to taking care of a child. It's not that you're just taking care of a child in Tulasi and that you are like, but in terms of you taking responsibility for the well-being of Tulasi and Tulasi depending on you to give water, just like a child, that constant care. Yes, that is needed. That is needed. But otherwise, of course, Tulasi is a pure devotee and we are bowing down and worshiping Tulasi. But that same level of care that you would give to a child who is fully dependent on you, yes, that same level of care should be given to Tulasi. That is correct. But then we bow down, knowing that she is a great pure devotee and that she attracts Krishna. That's why we chant on Tulasi beats. If our holy names will not attract Krishna, at least the beats will attract Krishna. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Okay. Hare Krishna. Okay, the next. So, uh, Venuya cannot uh, unmute herself. I. Hare Krishna, who is myself? Is except Mahamal of uh, some of us would like to know uh, what is your desire, how should we continue later on when it's not, not anymore possible to have your personal association, uh, because we had now during the last months and years uh, more bond uh, between yeah, the devotees all over the whole world. Yeah. To, uh, to maintain this bond strong and this God family, or to whom uh, shall we, uh, sh or whom shall we approach uh, to give us guidance? Okay. Um, first of all, Vani. First of all, all the instructions are there, and I've given many, and so many things are recorded in some way or other. So many lectures, so many. Also written word, spoken word, all available, isn't it? YouTube will be there full of spoken word, there will be written word, books, and so on and so on. Um, so then we can take these instructions and work on it. Like you can simply take 13th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, verse 8 to 12. And, and work on developing these qualities. And if you would just spend one year, just one year, trying on these qualities, then what would it look like after one year? And so many other things are there. These 64 instructions of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta, they are... Uh, yeah, as I said, for me, they're like arrows which pierce the heart. So one could focus on them and just really deeply try to, to live by them. 
So, so many things are there like that. That's the Vani. Where do we go for instruction? To the Vaishnavas and to all the senior Vaishnavas. You hear from all the senior Vaishnavas for instruction, for inspiration, and, and any Vaishnava for that matter, in their association. So it's the community of the Vaishnavas that will give us strength. Then the community of the, uh, yeah, of my disciples, they are maybe more focused on what, what I want. There you gain strength. For the time being, Jaitveta March is really uh, making an effort to, uh, to be available for my disciples. It's, uh, he's really giving such an opportunity to develop a relationship. Which, for, which in the past he was a little holding back from that. So take that chance, develop that relationship, take those instructions. That is very valuable. Like that, so many will be there. So many. Then so many other Vaishnavas, um, so many wonderful Vaishnavas, and all of them are going to inspire us. You are in Germany. Sachinandan Maharaj is close to where you are. Uh, I'm close to Sachinandan Swami. Uh, we are close friends. So if you be close to him, then I'm not far away. Uh, some ways we are different, but, but not in our commitment. Uh, Maharaj is so sweet, but in his velvet glove there's an iron fist. <laughs> yes. And, uh, yes. So, take the commitment from the Vaishnavas who've made commitment. Their strength will come. Okay, I'll move on to Abhideya. Can I unmute Abhideya? Let's see. No. Abhideya can... Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Loud and clear. Please accept my humble obeisances. Okay. Um, I just wanted to ask... Um, sorry, just wanted to make sure you could hear. I just wanted to ask a quick question about um, association and Sangha because me and my family have struggled to find association here in Sydney and we're thinking about moving to somewhere different where there might be more association for us and our children. Um, we were thinking about maybe New Govardhan and we were just wondering what do you think about that and would uh, you give your blessing? Yeah, that? I think it's a great idea and I think all the blessings. I think, yes, that's how it works. You know, you look for more and more opportunity to, for association, wherever it's, uh, you know, try and improve the, uh, the, the conditions. In other words, you know, we make adjustments, external adjustments that are favorable for devotional service. Anukul yasya sankalpa. We accept favorable thing and 
Anukulyasya Prativarya. We are also giving up things that are not favorable. So this is a good idea. Yes. Yeah, because we sometimes think that because there's not um, a close connection to no our temple, that it kind sure. of... Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our children, so we're, we're yeah, it, they'll be in a community. That they can play with and connect with. That's right, they'll be in a community. So it's always good for kids to grow up in a community. And there's even a school and a, yes, with a good reputation. Talking, we, have a, we have a two-year-old daughter now that there wants, you go. You know, that's going to need school soon. Righty, sounds like a good idea. <laughs> go up to, uh, to Galvedon. You'll be right over there. Do you, do you think that it will be a good fit? Do you think we will I think you give it a good shot, you know, and see how it fits. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much, Maharaj, for your blessing. Okay. Good on you. I'm moving on. Bamsi, unmute yourself. Thank you. Hari Hari. We don't hear you. I, uh, now? Yeah. I want to ask uh, how we can help go back in the process and we have we have them to go by their way. Did someone get it? We don't get it. How we can help and then I lost it. I don't hear you either. Who's speaking? How we can get back to the process. How we can get back the process? How to help people to get back the process? Say yes. How to help people to get back the process? Yes. Okay. okay. Thank you. Well, you know. <clears throat> Uh, we are a personal movement, right? And obviously, we have to be ready to, uh, to deal with people, with their lives and their issues, and then connect them with Krishna again, right? Somehow or other, and help them to fit in and accept them with their issues, what happened that they uh, took a distance from the process. So we may have to help them to overcome some, uh, some hurdles that are there, whatever the reasons are, physical, mental, relationships, you know, all these things, they may need some help to overcome them. So some time has to be spent to try and help them. But we also have to see that when we help people, that they also are coming back to the process. Some people you help and help and help and help and they never come back to the process. Then if you keep on helping them, then after a while you need help as well. <laughs> you know? So that you have to see. There has to be progress. You know, there was, uh, I, I was once spending quite some time with someone and then they didn't change. And one day I told him, I said, look, I'm fire, you know. And if you're not, if you're not going to burn, I go somewhere else. You know what I mean? I'm fire. 
So you have to burn. And if you're not going to burn, I'm going to move on and burn something else. Thank you. Okay. Okay, Radhavinot. Yes, Hare Krishna. How's Vrindavan treating you? Oh, I don't know. I have to think about that one. I'll tell you next week. Okay, I'll ask you next week again. Okay. Um, so my question is related to the process of Krishna consciousness. Um, I know that the process is perfect and pure and everything, and but and and it's for everyone. Anyone can follow it. But does is everyone able to? What I'm trying to ask is like, with everyone being so unique and in different places in their devotional life, is it possible to still uh, have devotion if you're not following the process? Like okay, process, uh, it's clear. Uh, it's clear. Right, if you know, your question is super crystal clear, and it's uh, yeah. There, there is the, the there is the twelfth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, right? And you know, I'll just bring out the twelfth chapter, and um, so the twelfth chapter in verse number ten says. And again, I'll skip the Sanskrit due to time constraint. If you cannot practice the regulations of bhakti yoga, then just try to work for me, because by working for me, you will come to the perfect stage. If, however, you're unable to work in this consciousness of me, then try to act, giving up all results of your work, and try to be self-situated. Then... Krishna says, if you cannot take up, if you cannot take to this practice, then engage yourself in the cultivation of knowledge. Better than knowledge, however, is meditation. And better than meditation is renunciation of the fruits of action. For by such renunciation, one can attain peace of mind. Now, what to make of this is that if you cannot follow everything, it's okay. Follow what you can. So sometimes people are struggling and they cannot follow everything. That's understood. But you follow what you can. And by following what you can, you will gain. And you'll gain strength. And then later you can follow more. So that's the way it is and it's fine. You know, it's, it's like, uh, what can be done? It's true. Uh, some people struggle to follow everything. All right, but do what you can. You know, I have my story. Um, God, what was his name now? Ah, uh, time went by, and now his name was. Oh. Anyway, the story is that this boy, he was never able to follow the, the principles. But he did a lot of service. And by doing all this service, uh, he made advancement. And he got big things done. He started Food for Life. He got money from the government. He got a house from the government. Because 
he had one quality. He was good in connecting with people. He went to the director of a big chain store and he asked them to, in their book department, to put Prabhupada's books. And this director said, young man, no one's ever walked into my office and just asked something like that. Young man, you've got guts. I like you. I'll do it. And he got Prabhupada's books in there. And it was amazing. So he really did something. Then I, I happened to be in town. Someone said, do you remember? You know, I think Arnold, something like that, you know. Uh, anyway, do you remember him? I said, yeah, I do. They said, oh, you know, he's in really bad shape now. He's in a, in a, in a clinic just nearby. Said, you want to meet him? I met him. I went there. He coughed. A ball of mucus came out into a bowl as big as a tennis ball. I was going like, whoa, serious stuff here. And then he said, I have a request. He said, you know, I like your singing. Can you sing on my funeral? I said, <laughs> I said well, it's hard to say no to a dying person, you know. So, so I said, yes. But, you know, I was a little worried because I was thinking, I was supposed to leave the country, you know, and I was thinking, what if he doesn't die now, you know? <laughs> I'm stuck here, you know? <laughs> but no problems, he died, right? So that problem was solved. He died, and then uh, it was time for the funeral. And then, during the funeral, uh, first there was someone who read out a letter from him, and the letter said, you all are people, you are all different people from different backgrounds. He said, but today you are here and you're all my friends. That's why you've come to my funeral. So, and for this reason, I want you all today, because you're all my friends, to appreciate each other. He said, I know, you may, some of you may think that I'm dead, but I'm telling you, I'm still alive and still going strong. Now, in a few moments, a devotee from the Hare Krishna movement will come forward and he'll start chanting that Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. And for my sake, I really want you to sing along. Then it was my turn. Start the kirtan. These people were chanting and singing, and there was one lady in particular, Hare Krishna! Full, full on opera, you know? It was really something. And it was like a cremation, and they had the box on the stage in an amphitheater. The seats were going from up to down. And then as the, the box sinks into the stage, it just goes down into the stage. That's, and as that happened, they played the Govindam tape. I tell you, people cracked. They cracked. It was just incredible. I mean, he... He didn't follow everything, but he just always did service till even after the last moment. And I'm sure he got a great destination. That's the spirit. 
Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. I think uh, there's one more hand, and that is Jai Gopinath. Yeah. Yeah. Regarding um, uh, competencies for women uh, in preaching, because uh, can you hear me well? Yeah, I hear you very well. Women in preaching, why not? Women can do many things that men men cannot do. You know, people take it from a woman; they won't listen to a man. So, uh, in one instance, it's forbidden to. Forbidden. Like, uh, just uh, like, like like for traveling preaching, it's not always like it's forbidden. Forbidden. So your, uh, yeah. Your, uh, move to another country. <laughs> uh, I think that. Uh, um, We've had many ladies travel, many ladies preach, and of course, chastity and all that, you know, and regulative principles and association and being protected in a protective environment. Okay, all those things are there. Can be a little bit complicated being a lady because after all, uh, attracting men, having a weaker body, uh, there are complexities. Um, but uh, there are many ways to preach. Start a podcast. Podcasts go across borders. You know, podcasts are not forbidden. You know, not yet. I hope. <laughs> so, so yes. You know, there are so many ways. Make videos. Make uh, uh, somehow or other. Somehow or other, find a way to preach. Women can certainly preach very well. And many women have made many devotees. Like Devi Shakti here in Vrindavan, she's made Devamrita Swami a devotee. There you go. Yeah. So yes, please preach. Okay, now there's more and more hands coming. I have to start going. I mean, this has been like... Uh, we're approaching two hours, huh? This is, uh, this is getting, okay, well, really quick, two more. Anjali Short, yes. Hare Krishna, dear Guru Maharaj. Yeah. Please take my message. Hare Bo. Um, um, fine, thank you. I want to ask about uh, two short questions. One about uh, my region. I already finished in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Uh, I already finished in Chaitanya Charitamrita and I want to ask what should I do it next? Oh should my I god. Start again? Yes. Start, yes, start again. Yes, I already finished in Chaitanya Charitamrita and. Uh, me too, me too. And then I started again. Yes, what to start again? Me too, me too, me too. I want to also start again. <laughs> All again. Uh, All again, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and again, and again, and again. And then yes, again. <laughs> and then a little more. <laughs>
And then one more time. <laughs> like Bhaktivinoda Korea, 17 times. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then even more. <laughs> Yesterday evening time, our father, he left his bike in my oh, house. Oh, oh. Uh, in... Yes. And uh, we tried to pray and everything. We will organize very nicely. Yeah. But then uh, we see Prasadam and, like, try to do Seva and everything. We connect with them. Yeah. And uh, what, what, what can we do more about this one, about praying and, like, what the moods we have to... No, now, now, at one point we have to put him in the hands of Krishna. You know, we do all the things, mm -hmm. we, we feed the Vaishnavas, we can do a little offering to Lord Nishingadev, we can do all these things, and then we just put him in the hands of Krishna. And, and we carry on with our service. We cannot keep on praying and praying and praying and praying and praying and praying for a departed soul. At one point, say, okay, Krishna, in your hands. Yes. All right. Hare Krishna. Okay, Tulasi Tosani is the very last one, and then I'm escaping. Okay. Okay, I'll try to be fast now. <laughs> What's the question? Um, yeah, yeah. The question: Is it possible to do pure devotional service uh, when being a mother and you know serving your child? Akama sarva kama vamuksha kama udaradi. No, whether we have material desire or don't have material desire, whether we have material entanglement or don't have material entanglement, we should engage in the process of pure devotional service. That is the point. So give your child, if, one has, if a mother has a child, give the child Krishna as much as you can. That's, uh, that's devotional service. So it's, like, it's fine. There's nothing wrong in being a mother. You can completely, by giving your, trying to make your kids Krishna consciousness, uh, Krishna consciousness as much as possible, you, can, uh, you make advancement. And uh, you get credit with Krishna. You know, one thing is, is we should not always think, we can go like the Cinderella approach, you know? Uh, mirror, mirror on the wall, who is the purest of all? That kind of approach, you know? Uh, or we can just forget about that. And we can just remember Neha Bikramana Sasti, that somehow or other, the benefit of all the service goes into our spiritual bank account. So this is it. It goes into our spiritual bank account. So that's what it's about. You know, and at the end of your life, uh, there's all that credit in your spiritual bank account. And then if there's any impurity, Krishna will take it away. Krishna put his hand on the head of Prahlad. Prahlad became purified. Krishna touched Dhruva with a, with a conch shell. Dhruva became purified. So we see many times Krishna makes the arrangements to purify. Sarva dharma pariti amamakam salanam braja. Aham tam sarva pabebi omoksha nishami masuchaha. It is fine. We are finished. And your battery is also empty.
Dear devotees, I'm finished. Uh, I appreciate very much being with you in this way again because I missed the personal touch. Um, so I'm glad that you were there. I will continue to do it every week now at this time and uh, see you again uh, next week uh, and tune in Hare Krishna all glories to Srila Prabhupada